This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fixie Stevens. And a very good Friday morning to one and all within the sound of our voice. The latest episode of Breaking Boston is much like Jason Tatum in the fourth quarter of game six. Breaking through Fitzy and Hart with you here on May 12, 2023. And Andy, we watched it all the way through while, of course, we were doing our NFL draft show. If you happen to have missed any of our coverage, on Thursday night of the New England Patriots. I'm not draft show. I apologize. It's late. We've been on the air a long time. Our schedule release show. You can go to the Six Rings and Football Things podcast feed and get all of our coverage, analysis, predictions that are sure to go south, and more for the New England Patriots 2023 season. Spoiler alert, one of us, <clears throat> me, thinks the Patriots will actually have a winning record this season. Andy thinks they should just not even bother suiting up for the season. So, that's what happens when you work for the Patriots for 20 years. He's a hater, and I'm the homer. But, Andy, like I said, breaking through. The Celtics tonight, they were up early. They probably could have put away the Sixers by the start of the third quarter. They had a 14-point lead at various points in the first half. They go into halftime up 50-43. to 43. The defense, the, t- the tenacious D tonight, Jack Black and Kyle D, Kyle Gass, actually showed up. And then they were able to do all that without any participation whatsoever from Jason Tatum. Then the lead gets cut down to zero. We're all freaking out. Jason Tatum, there's a there's an APB out for him. Is he even on a milk carton? No one can find him. And in the fourth quarter, he humbly shows up, drops four consecutive threes, outscores the entire Sixers roster. Celtics win 95-86. Hey, Ma, guess what we're doing Mother's Day? We're watching Game 7. So if Jason Tatum can say humbly and then say things after it that are not humble in any way, I'm going to say no disrespect, Jason Tatum, but you suck in first quarters, and that's seemingly disrespectful. But like any good uh, college football team, high school football team, you always see this. They put up four fingers for the fourth quarter, like win the fourth quarter, win the game kind of thing. Jason Tatum literally, as you like to say, Fitzgerald, Mm -hmm. beat the 76ers 16-13 with his point total. It's not ideal. It was not pretty. As you mentioned, the defense, I thought, took a step forward. Um, we we talked about the idea that you check the three-point numbers in a game in the NBA, even in the postseason, usually they'll tell you Celtics shot well from three-point land, thankfully in part to the bench, Brogdon and White, because Al Horford still 
And Marcus Smart, uh, uh, Al yep. Hoffman, uh, tonight he scored two, which means he's averaging a point over the last two games. Once again, not ideal, as the kids like he's to say. like you. Every once in a while, he has a point. Yeah. Oh, I'll actually give you that. Of course, that is pharmaceutically enabled because Nailed you had it. three energy drinks from our friends at C4 tonight during the NFL full release schedule party here at WEEI. Uh, guys like Brogdon, Marcus Smart, who had an app, his best game offensively and his best game defensively of the playoffs, 22 points, seven boards, seven dimes all over the place. To me, though, Tatum's going to be the story, not just for the post-game remarks. You know, I'm humbly one of the best basketball players on earth, but luckily I was supported by my teammates, blah, blah, blah. To me, the defensive effort by the Celtics tonight is what ultimately won the game. Yes, you do need those points from Tatum. Maybe they could have found them from someone else, obviously not Horford, in the fourth quarter tonight. But the defensive effort, I think Keith said it best as we wrapped up Thursday night's radio show. I think when Keith said that was the – Effort by the Celtics that most reminded me of an Ime Udoka coached game. And look what happened by starting the two bigs, going with that lineup that now goes to 32 and 10 when they start them. Time Lord, uh, excuse me, Rob Williams, Al Horford, Tatum, Brown, and Smart. They're a much better defensive team, and they frustrated Philly enough to get in their heads and wait till Jason Tatum could actually show up, heat up, and win the game. So I don't want to be negative, but, you know, got to. Skate your lane. But play a scorpion your can't help but be a scorpion. Right. You're going to eventually sting the frog in the back. We all know the allegory. There, there's a little bit here of, yes, I think the Celtics played better defensively. Certainly, if you hold a team below 90 points in the playoffs, you're going to win most of those basketball games, especially yeah, in sure. this era. Yeah. You, know, you go back to the 90s, whatever, might be a different story. But in this era, okay, give you credit for that. But now there is a thing here where it's Philly that has some pressure. It's Doc, do you lose another series? James Harden, do you lose another series? Embiid, do you lose another series? Is there a sphincter tightening with the Philly side of this equation in this game seven that is coming up? And that's where I think even in this game, there may have been some of that. Like there's a lot of questions and storylines in this series of people trying to prove their worth or disprove narratives about themselves, in, whether it's individual players or teams, defense, coaches, Doc, Missoula, like there's a lot going on in this series. And that's why in this game, I, I think it's literally the cliche sort of all's well that ends well, or it's not how you start, it's how you finish, whichever one of those you want to pick on this. And I'm sort of reinvigorated about the Celtics. Like, you know, I was kind of on the ropes, not sure what the hell's going on with Tatum and this team in general. We were all almost trending towards the maybe it's just best they get eliminated so they can figure this out and get their blank together for next year because they were so down. Yes. It was such a pathetic effort in game five, which we covered previous this week, and everyone's been talking about. And Tatum was about to be a national punchline for the effort tonight, and then it changed. Are we all reinvigorated for Sunday, and has the confidence been found heading into a game seven? Well, I mean, there's the questions about how they've played at home how the Boston Garden for the Bruins and the Celtics has not been a uh, home strength, but sort of a house of horrors. Um, I know you even called for it if the Celtics don't win game seven. Tear it down. Get the wrecking ball out and get rid of it. Swing it 30 minutes after everyone's gone. But I don't, like this team is a little bit frustrating right now with the way they're playing. And I'm sure they're frustrated. They're frustrating, but within the room, I'm sure they're frustrated but I also think they need to look at it of good teams do this. Great players do this. You find a way like we say that in football all the time, like it's an ugly game, but the great teams, the great players, they find a way in the end to get the job done. So if you are a an optimistic, positive minded Celtics fan, I think that's what you look at with this team. Like you're not going home yet. 
there's a Giannis is watching this series and he might be saying, Oh, this Tatum can't shoot or that. Yeah. You're watching the series. Just like fans are the Celtics are still playing. They extended coaches talk about all the time in tight games. Just extend the game. Give yourself a chance to win. Extend, they extend the series. They give themselves a chance to win. And it doesn't matter how crappy you play in the past. If you're still playing in the postseason. Correct. That's the way I would look at this. Like I am starting to like, it's, it's a tough roller coaster we're riding with these guys and with Tatum, like, and I, so goes Tatum, so goes all the fan base as well. And, and the team, like yeah. they, 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 he's their guy. He, they're follow the leader. I'm interested. And you and I talked about this a little bit on the radio show with Rich Keefe. We still haven't had the Brown and Tatum. You're all NBA guys. Just put it together at the same time, the same game, start to finish. They are due. They're too good. That's where I'll agree with Jason Tatum. Humbly, you have two of the best players in the NBA. That's a fact. They were voted all NBA first team and all NBA second team. So humbly, you are due for those guys to maybe not have a 30-30 game like they did so many times during the regular season, but a 25-plus, 25-plus. They both shoot well. They don't turn the ball over. They look like all NBA players, and that should be enough. If you can get anything close to that because Sixers have the MVP, but the rest of their roster doesn't match up. You should feel like you have an advantage. So I think you're the better team at home going into game seven. While there's reason to doubt the Celtics, there's also a hell of a lot of reasons to say this is a good spot for you. Yeah, the that's not even close to the same roster that the Celtics have with the Sixers. You can chalk up Embiid for 32 and 12 right now. Which James Harden shows up Sunday on Mother's Day? We have no idea. Can Maxi pull off another 30 burger? I'd be stunned. Uh, George Yang uh, with a couple big threes tonight. Uh, local kid as well. I, I can't imagine PJ Tucker will get a couple looks. Maybe he'll bang one or two. But I just can't imagine that Philadelphia with that curse or that the specter and the storm cloud hanging over Harden with what's happened to Doc Rivers many times and the fact that while you can't quantify something like they are due to play great games together, you can't even say like the Garden Energy, the, the arena that was voted this year by anonymous NBA players to be the best home court in the NBA. You can't even say that that is going to qualify as a factor or advantage for the Celtics because it hasn't this postseason. But the one thing that I will say they'll have on their side is the big adjustment that Joe Missoula made. Now, hopefully tonight at his presser uh, in the postgame Thursday, he didn't do a, hey, does anyone want to ask me about my defensive adjustments and then do the mic drop face as he slides out of camera? Hopefully, a little humility was maintained, but that was a massive. I told you I liked the way he sounded on the radio this week. I told you I thought he was going to stay the triple C, calm, cool, collected. He was. And starting the bigs and everyone bringing the big D tonight, laugh all you will, but they did. There was a lot of there was a lot of clutch defense tonight from the team. You could see they pressed Philadelphia. They flustered them. They were on them at the point of the attack. They didn't bite for a lot of Harden's fakes. They played a solid game. And when you get meaningful minutes defensively from Time Lord and you got a little lob city going with the, the lob Williams, that's when you can tell the Celtics are playing their kind of basketball. And they hung on just long enough. They shot over 40% from three, which we know is a key number. They did have 18 turnovers, and that usually factors negatively into the equation. But there was just enough from everyone until Tatum could do it. Now let's flash forward to Sunday. Uh, by that time, we'll also know if we're going seven in a couple other series as well, because Friday night will feature a game six between the Heat and the Knickerbockers, as well as the Warriors and the Lakers. Sunday, we don't know the start time of the game, but it is going to be a Mother's Day special. 
cool moms are going to want to watch. I know my wife is going to be way into it. I'm sure Mrs. Hart can't wait to have her sleep in Sunday brunch interrupted by Andy having to do four hours of radio with that jackass Fitzy and then watch the Celtics. But this is how it be. Uh, key to victory for you Sunday Celtics Mother's Day game seven Sixers. Uh, I know it's boring. Like Tatum has to be better. Like, I don't think you can count on pulling it out, finding a way he needs to start faster. I almost don't care the final point total, but don't go 0 for 8, 0 for 5, 0 for 10 to start the game. For, I think it was 0 for 11. Okay, 0 for 11. Sorry, I uh, discredited him. Not enough. <laughs> it was worse. That can't happen. And you're right. The, the other aspect that you brought up with Rob Williams being energetic, defensively, offensively, Lob Williams doing some of that, I thought that was a key to advancing to game seven. Continue to be that. Just be who you are. Like, that's all I would right. get. If you can get not the best of who you are as a Boston Celtics, mm-hmm. but the positives out of the bulk of your roster. Like, if everybody just plays pretty good, mm-hmm. they're more than good enough to win. They What they can't is have multiple guys. You can't have Horford do nothing offensively. You can't have Tatum start slow. You can't have Brown be inconsistent or in foul trouble. Like, you, you don't have to be great but don't bring the negatives that have been sort of dragging you down. And I do think they're due to just play a loose game. I think there's a really good chance they actually win this game going away because I think the tightness is going to be in the 76ers uniform on the 76ers sideline. I think there could be a start hot, play loose, mm-hmm. and just run away with it type game. I re- I, I'm feeling much better. It's funny. A not a great game has me feeling much better about this team, and that's weird. Wouldn't we all love a breathe easy game? A yeah. game that would even allay the hiccups of Bo Jackson, oh. where we could all just take a oh. breath, relax, and have a nice victory lap so that mom can sit down to a supper in case it's a three or a four o'clock tip off and relax and enjoy. Also, it would be nice if instead of doing a post mortem on the Celtics season, we were able to continue the dialogue about the Celtics as they potentially, we hope, advance to the Eastern Conference Finals against opponent to be determined. Last year, when they made it to a Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Semifinals, it was a Sunday against Milwaukee, and that was the Grant Williams corner office three-point of Palooza. He hit one 7 for 12 in that game. They blew doors. Second half was a victory lap. What a glorious day it was. Uh, for me, you say it's a fast start for Tatum because they'll feed off of that because uh, obviously, like, so he goes, so goes the energy of the team. But tonight, Someone in that locker room, someone on that team, maybe even the coach found a way to tell those guys, don't get down in case he's slow again, because we need you. They always respond, as you say, when their back is against the wall, they cannot let their foot off the gas, all gas, no brakes. Like we say, you got to keep up the energy you brought tonight defensively. Hopefully Tatum and his offense decide to humbly jump in and join the party. And the Celtics should be able to win, if not win big Sunday. All right, we're going to wrap this one up with one quick thought from each of us on the Patriots schedule release. Of course, the entirety of the 2023 schedule was released tonight. Yes, there was a cameo from Tom Brady in the Patriots release video. And of course, Tom Brady Day is going to come week one, 425 opener against the Philadelphia Eagles. Damn, that is a tough way to open the season. But hey, if you can get through that one, uh, you're not so confident about that, are you? I mean, hey, we'll have a chance to pay tribute to the GOAT, so we got that going for us, which is nice. Yeah, it'll be fun to see Tom Brady at Gillette Stadium again and all that, but uh, no, I think that's a very tough opener. I think the first month is very difficult to go Eagles, Dolphins, then at Jets, then at Cowboys. Ooh. 
that is a tough way to start the season. I don't think it's hard to envision 0 and 4 and I don't think that means you're a terrible football team. I think you could be a decent football team that's 0 and 4 at that point. Just close your eyes and think positive thoughts. Think think Patriots positives. Okay. There's no place like home. That's where Tom Brady wants to come back. You if you can make it through the first 4 games at 2 and 2, I think there's a very good chance they can continue to compete as we've said many times on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. This season is all about the C word. Be competitive, be competent. And I think they can be both, but you cannot, you can't get your doors blown off on Tom Brady day. You can't just no show against the Dallas's and the jets of the world as difficult as it'll be to go down week three for Aaron Rodgers with the jets against the Pats. It's a tough schedule. There's really no soft spot. There's no weak stretch and there's no cupcakes. And defensively, you're not going to have to wait till late in the year. As we've seen at times over the last few years to find out who you are defensively, you're going to be tested right out the gates by good quarterbacks, good receivers. Your secondary that's going to be young, going to be without Devin McCourty, is going to be tested early. If anything, the softest, quote-unquote, part of the schedule is kind of in the middle because it starts really difficult, and then it ends kind of difficult. You have Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and and Josh, Josh Allen. Allen late in the season. Yeah, yeah. like it, it ends hard, so... Yeah, I'm I'm dubious of how many wins. You know, you, we play the win-loss game, and I sort of came up with only seven wins and ten losses, and you found the exact opposite at 10-7, oh. and seven, but that's what happens when you've got the Hardo and the Homer as well. Uh, like I said earlier, if you would like to catch any of our reaction to the schedule released tonight, you can check the Rich Keefe Show podcast feed or, of course, subscribe, rate, review, and share Six Rings and Football Things. And we will be back Monday with a quick morning breakdown of Celtics Game 7. This is the best way for you as the diehard Boston sports superfan to start each and every day with a hot cup of Boston sports brought to you by your pals Fitzy and Hart here on Breaking Boston. Everyone, enjoy your weekend. Go Celtics. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there who tolerated, raised, supported, birthed, and brought us to the party, and we will speak to you Monday. Go Celtics!